East Durham College. Business Bites. In business, for business. Do you live in County Durham or its surrounding areas? Are you fed up with your existing role at work? Or do you have a business that you need to future-proof? If you don't know where to start to access training for you, your colleagues or your business, East Durham College can point you in the right direction. Find out about our services, our staff, programmes and expertise in this podcast series. Make sure you press follow now to not miss an episode. In business, for business. East Durham College. Business Bites. East Durham College. Business Bites. In business, for business. Hello and welcome to the next episode of the East Durham College Business Bites podcast. My name's Sarah Jolly and I'm the Business Development Manager here at East Durham College. And today I'm joined by Alan Goundry. Alan is our new Curriculum Director for Technical Education here at East Durham College. Nice to see you, Alan. Nice to see you. Is this your first podcast? It is. Now, for our listeners who've never met you before, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, I've come from an engineering background into education. I've been in education for 10 years now. Um, I started as a lecturer at Newcastle College before coming head of the Energy Academy seven years ago. Um, And then over the last two years, I've also managed the engineering department at Newcastle College. By trade, I'm a multi-skilled engineer. I served my apprenticeship before moving on to become a, a director of a company which done fabrication. And then from there, I progressed into the wind sector as a technician. Coming into education, give me the opportunity to develop the skill set of young people coming through. I very much think the past experience I've had as, a, as an apprentice, working with as an employer with young people, has given has given me the the opportunity to see the gaps that come out of education, yeah. or p- the, the gaps people coming out of education have, yeah. and I think having that that insight helped me become effective in my role as a as a as a head of curriculum, um, and then obviously curriculum director here at East Eastern College. Mm-hmm. So you've been with us only a few weeks. I have. How has them first few weeks been? Um, manic. <laughs> uh, no, it's a great place. One thing I'll say is there's great people here. I've got a very good team who are all here for the right reasons. Um, and I can see the progress that's been made over the years. And I think um, with a little bit of direction, I'll be able to help on the next part of the journey, if you like. Yeah. Um, and obviously, in my 40 years, business development and, and making sure the curriculum aligns with what industry partners require. Yeah. So I think that's where I'll be able to, to add value to what we currently do, yeah. which is already outstanding in my opinion. Brilliant. That so, actually, yeah. that leads me on to a great next question, actually, Alan, because I know part and parcel of something that we're working on together is our employer engagement group around engineering and manufacturing. How do you see the benefits of kind of having those conversations with people in industry? I think as educationalists, we're very good at developing courses and running qualifications. Um from my point of view, I can develop a course and I can run it and students can come on it and achieve, but other, do they carry the right skills needed by industry? From my point of view, we need industry partners to guide that. So the advisory boards, if you want to call them that, gives the employees an opportunity to help me shape the curriculum. Yeah. Now, having that, 
that input means them students who leave here have the, the knowledge, skills and behaviours that the employers require for their business, ultimately making them more employable. Yeah. So we want these young people to come out of here and gain employment. Yeah. Um, like you say, there's a skills gap as well. So it's also bridging that skills gap. I could develop a qualification and put some mandatory modules in as well as optional and I could put things like CAD. But if, them le- if the learners don't have the core skills that employer needs for CAD, so it could be a different software or it could be a different format, that means they're, they're not really effective. Mm-hmm. So giving them that, having that input from the employer helps with that. Yeah. And also the core, I think everything is based on the core behaviours. So having them, the employer's input on the core behaviours them learners develop mm-hmm. makes them more employable as well. Yeah. So if we talk about knowledge, skills and behaviours, I think the best way to describe it is giving someone a, a level footing to go in. So they've got some core knowledge, some core standards and behaviours, mm-hmm. and then the skill set. And then what happens is when they go to the employer, the employer can help develop that further. Yeah. I think it's interesting you've mentioned the skills gaps there because we know that across um, lots of the industries, certainly that fall under your remit here at East Durham College, we're seeing significant growth in some of those gaps. What can we do as a college, not necessarily with industry, as we know we are trying to bridge that gap of, of you know broadening those conversations to, like you say, make sure that the people that we are turning out um, as our students are, are fit for purpose for the working world let's say how can we help fill those gaps better from my point of view i think it starts with school engagement yeah i think getting getting into schools early on making young people in schools aware of the opportunities out there and then honing the curriculum and bringing the students into the curriculum and then it's one big jigsaw isn't it so we get the the school engagement piece right and I think employers have a part to play in that as well they need to come and speak to these young people and make them aware of the opportunities in their sector Mm -hmm. and I think that's the only way we're going to bridge the massive skills gap that is there yeah And, and you're right I see it across all sectors yeah I mean anybody who listens to this podcast knows um when we talk about it pretty much in every episode that recruitment out there is tough for it every is. industry at the moment so if you can grow your own talent and inspire young people to come and work in your industry you're going to have a much more enthusiastic set of potential employees to have a good go at to fill those positions that people are struggling with right now yeah um Thinking of some of the industries that, would you say, obviously we've got a lot of things that are up and coming. We've mentioned wind and renewables. You've got a lot of experience in that sector. How much growth can you see in that on the horizon? I think wind and renewables is going to be massive. It isn't just wind. It, it's it's the whole renewables piece. You've got hydrogen. You've got ground source and air source heat pumps. It's it's not just it's it's micro generation as well as is is bigger assets like wind turbines, but it's the supply chain as well. Yeah. So to build a wind farm, it isn't just the wind turbine. It's the the transition piece where the where the turbine sits upon, where you need fabricator welders. You need there's a whole host of jobs, down to the cable laying machines that lay the cables. Mm-hmm. Um, and that and that spreads across the northeast as well. A lot of companies work in that supply chain, yeah. and and I think it's not just the, uh, people look at the wind sector and you think oh wind turbine. It isn't just that; mm-hmm. it's the bigger picture. Yeah. So it's everything else that goes in that in that sector, as well as like I said before, you've got other emerging technologies like hydrogen um, production for another one. So yeah. yeah, it's it's. I think the sector's only going to get bigger and bigger is we're trying to decarbonize and yeah. it's in and, and yeah and we'll feel 
we feel that in the skills gap as well as we move forward. Yeah. Do you think then, when we're talking about the skills team, obviously we have a huge amount of engagement with our skills team here at East Durham College who are absolutely fantastic at trying to, I guess, look at our... Because we have a really broad portfolio, not necessarily just in your curriculum area, across the whole EDC portfolio. So we do attend a lot of events at schools and, like you say, a lot of careers types events, parents' evenings, things like that. Do you think the earlier that we can get this kind of information to kids in primary schools even, for example, and not just secondary schools, do you think that will help to inspire and motivate those next generations of people who might be, like you say, you know, renewables engineers or whatever? Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely. I think the earlier you, you capture their imagination and, and show them a career path, show them. And a lot of kids come to college and the first thing they ask is about the money. Yeah. So I think... How much are we going to earn? How much <laughs> are we going to earn? But I think what we need to do is we need to get away from that and show them a career path where they can actually see... I mean, it, it, we'll talk about the wind sector again. <clears throat> we know with projects like Dogger Bank, there's a 20... 25-year life cycle on that project, so if not more. So these these young people coming through are probably going to see the majority of their career if they get into that sector, in that sector, Yeah. Uh, which is which is great. Yeah. So And it's only going to get bigger. Yeah, and I think the thing is, it's, a, it's about volume really as well in these kind of projects, isn't it? Because as you've said, it isn't just the people at the front end of this, it is the supply chain where there are enormous amounts of numbers needed to support these projects to, to come to fruition. Yeah, totally agree. Um, do you think then from our point of view, it's, you know, would you say from a, a geographical point of view from East Durham College's area, let's say, this is a real opportunity for us to put our flag in the sand and for you and your team to put their flag in the sand to create our, you know, these employees of the future for these projects? Definitely. But I think it goes back down to the core STEM skills as well. So what I want to do is I want to teach the, the learners coming through them core um, again, knowledge, skills, and behaviours that they need to work in any engineering sector. So it goes. If we think about the curriculum, what are we trying to achieve? I'm trying to achieve someone who who's confident in their educational ability, who can progress to the next level or employment. Yep. So we're giving them the correct work and practices. We're giving them the right core behaviours and values as well yeah. to progress into the sector. And that's cool. ultimately ultimately more important and valuable to employers. Yeah, because you're right. I think, you know, what we've got to turn out with our students is is an all-round great employee. Yeah. And there are a lot of facets to that, aren't there? Of course they are, yeah. How do you think we can develop that even more at East Durham College, do you think? The engineering part's the easy part for me. It's more about, the, as I said before, the behaviours. But then I think the wraparound care we give our learners here as well, from a personal development point of view... I think the personal development piece for any future engineer is imperative, really, to get that right because yeah. it's, they've got to carry them core values on things like uh, turning up on time, um, being safe in the workplace, respecting your, your peers and your, and your colleagues. So I think the, the personal development point, piece of work as well that we carry out here is, 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 is really beneficial for any employee moving forward. Yeah, and I think you're absolutely right there because ultimately, you know, if you are going to employ somebody, you would hope that they have all of those things instilled in them from the very start, wouldn't you? You would, yeah. Um, so just thinking of that then, let's flip this back round onto you. So you, all about you, Alan, not about your team, about you. What motivates you on a daily basis to come to work and be the best you can be at work? Seeing young people and adults as well progress into good jobs. I've, I've been 
in education now for 10 years and I've seen some great success stories from young people coming through education on courses that I've run or I've been part of and they've progressed into great jobs and that ultimately giving them that opportunity to progress and develop and push on is what drives me. I think if I reflect back, I look at me when I was younger, someone took a chance on me and that enabled me, even coming into education, they took someone took a chance and that enabled me to, to then develop and push on. And I think seeing young people and, and adults going away and doing great things is what inspires me to carry on. Yeah, I think, I mean, you're right. I mean, we often find that um, personal experience shapes who we are when we're coming into this kind of world of further education, doesn't it? Um, so if you could think of what that future is going to look like in your team then over the next 12 months, um, what kind of changes, what kind of things can you see on the horizon coming your way? I think the approach I'm going to take is to have a, a, a more of a an employer-driven curriculum. So across all my areas, so the employers, we're going to have an advisory board. The first one, as you said, is for, for engineering and, ma- and advanced manufacturing. Yep. Um, moving forward, that will be for every area of my curriculum. And I think having that employer-driven sector board will help us ensure our qualifications are fit for purpose. Yeah. And what the young person or the adult is coming out with is fit for purpose. So that's, that's ultimately where I see the curriculum improving. I think what we currently deliver in-house to our learners is very good, outstanding, possibly. Yeah. Um, and I think having that that employer input will, is the next piece of the puzzle to yeah. help drive it forward. Yeah. And do you think, you know, just thinking of that, obviously we're, we're talking about, like you said, there's engineering and advanced manufacturers first. If we are approaching employers to be involved in these groups that we've got, because we don't want them to take up too much time, but we do realise that from everybody's point of view, these are crucial to us getting everything that we put out there to our students right. What piece of advice would you give to an employer if they are asked to be part of one of those? Um, I think engagement, you've got, they've got to be wanted. I think the employer has to want to be on the panel. Yeah. We need people who are engaged, who are committed to help us drive it forward. Um, so I, I would think my, my biggest bit of advice would be to be engaged. If, if, you, if, you, if you're going to come onto one of these panels, please come with an open mind and help us shape the curriculum. Yeah, and that's a brilliant bit of advice because let's face it, we want to have open and honest conversations yeah. to see where we are going right and where we can do better. Of course. So the first few weeks have been a bit of a baptism of fire. Yeah. I think we should revisit this in the next three or four months, Alan, and see where we are then. Would that be all right? It would be. Perfect. Well, thank you for joining us today. And if you would like more information about our engineering and technical portfolio here at East Durham College, just drop us an email at business at eastdurham.ac.uk. And of course, thanks for listening. And if you'd like our next episode straight to your feed, just give us a follow. East Durham College. Business Bites. In business, for business.